Welcome to episode 456 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. We may have Justin. Because my fist, my fist is on your lips. Uh, What's up, Matt? What's up, Matt? Do they still do, I guess, do they still make Looney Tunes? Like, they had Space Jam two thingy come out right yeah they make they still make space or uh, they still make looney tunes things but i don't think that they make you know the five to seven minute <laughs> short cartoons that we used to watch yeah i mean like i'm just saying i mean like wh- what was the last bugs bunny thing bugs bunny thing you mean yeah. like space jam like thing he bugs bunny well, was I, in i guess not space outside of space jam but i mean huh. like on TV, like cartoon wise, like I mean, where would not, you even go to watch it? <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say we're not children, so we're not loading up the latest in the television for kids. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be on Cartoon Network, right? I mean, like, uh, like I suspect it would be on HBO Max slash HBO since Warner Brothers owns them, and HBO traditionally had a series of kid focused programming that I was completely unaware of. <laughs> as a child well i know like and didn't they buy sesame street or something i don't know anyway but I, I, I mean like i know you have like kid programming you know you have cartoons and stuff but i mean like i'm just saying like is that a friend do they still make looney tunes though? I mean, like i just I can't I see i don't think they do i don't think they do that's interesting right i mean that's a uh huh. That's a it's that's well known characters, right? Yeah, Bugs Bunny, kinda, Daffy yeah. Duck. I'm kind of surprised they haven't tried their hand at TikTok. I mean, I don't think it's a good idea. I think that it wouldn't work at all. I don't think it would be popular. But like that kind of short, quick, like it wouldn't be, you know, a five minute video. But they could totally squeeze in a Wiley e. Coyote antic. Yeah. But maybe people wouldn't watch it. So interesting. It just I mean, feels like something of a bygone era. Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean. The kind of thing whenever they try to like update it or something, it, you're just like, eh, I'm good, guys. Because, I mean, I guess I would say, hell, I'm trying to think like when we were kids, like, was it a show? Like, how For did us- we watch <laughs> like, is Looney Tunes? It was a collection of cartoons, right? I yeah, mean, it was like, just. I mean, it's just like yeah. I don't know how many, a few hundred, uh, like a few hundred episodes, and episodes being again, like I, I in my brain, like four to eight minutes, probably not even eight minutes. Uh, and and you know, traditionally they were uh in front of movies, but. For me, I mostly remember watching it at school because if it was too cold or too rainy, well, really rainy at all. Uh, what you do for recess? In the, yeah, for recess. So in the morning, after lunch, and, and you know, waiting on the bus, if it was any of those things, we were inside and they had a TV set up 
And that's where I watched a ton of like childhood memory cartoon things like Looney Tunes for the most part. That's where I saw my Looney Tunes and, and Woody Woodpecker and the Pink Panther, although not near as much of those as Looney Tunes. Did they have it on Disney? Back in the day? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. That feels like a, a relationship that may have happened at the time. I, I, not- aside from that, I feel like when we were p- particularly young, like, I want to say there was a, a, like, the Looney Tunes show on H, uh, uh, ABC, and it was just like, yeah, here's like five or six of these <laughs> in a 30 minute or hour block, like towards yeah. the end of the, towards the end of the morning, like at the 11 a.m. morning. And I feel like that's when they pulled out the Looney Tunes. Okay. Yeah. It's just, I'm just, I'm just curious. Like, I mean, like we've talked about it before about like how, you know, that was a thing on Saturday morning, Saturday morning mm-hmm. cartoons. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know what TV programming is like nowadays. You know, like they could be showing CSI Miami at 10 a.m. on a Saturday for all I know. Yeah. I wonder what Saturday mornings are like. Okay. I feel like kids these days are streaming. They're on Netflix or they're on or they're watching some loud streamer play Minecraft on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what's go? What's what's up, Justin? I saw you tweet that you were done with Elden Ring. Wait, you saw I that? Thought, but then, like, you were like, "Oh, I'm going to. I'm playing a mage now." Oh yeah, no, there. I have I put like, so much time into Elden Ring that, like, and I was like, I thought you were going to be done with it. <laughs> I never said that I was going to be done with it when I beat it. Uh. I mean, just the way you talk about it, about how there's so much, and it just sounds like it seems like you're 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 overwhelmed. Like you're just like I'm done. This is too much. Like I'm just done with it. No, I mean, yeah. I I didn't end up doing everything. Like I didn't pull out a map and look for every single cave, or and I didn't follow down every quest line. Um, it just it it was a lot, but at the same time, like. The whole time I've been playing, I've been playing this one kind of build, and there's like any number of different builds that you can play. And what they do is when you uh, beat the game, they're like, you want to start on New Game New game Plus? New Game Plus is like a loose catch-all term for when you can start the game over while keeping a certain set of things. And in this case, you get to keep all your levels and every all the gear that you've accumulated you just start the game over and then they make the enemies harder. So you can just play through again. So I wanted to use that opportunity to try out a different build set because there's any number of build sets you can build. And I didn't play with magic at all. And I kept, I mean, you just get like spell after spell after spell dumped on you. And I'm like, yep, that, I don't know. That seems cool. Whatever. I'll try that maybe at some point. So I've been, I've been wanting to try it out, but yeah, mostly it's just like, I like the game. I played a lot of it. It's comfortable. I don't, have any other game that I want to jump into right now. So much like the years of Overwatch I played, it's <laughs> very easy to just like keep playing. I'm not I'm not s- sick of it per se. Right. But yeah, so that's I mean that's I think I beat it two or three nights ago, maybe two nights ago. 
And, uh, yeah, it's, I, I still think it's a great game. It just kind of, because there's so much, it's the first time I think I could remember where I was like, this is a really good game, but there's too much of it. I've definitely played games I enjoyed where I didn't do everything. And in those cases, like I remember like classically Oblivion, I played, I, I, you know, I put dozens of hours into, and I didn't really care for the story. So like one day I was just like, yeah, I'm done playing this game. Like that's usually how it happens for me. It's something just like a flip switches and I'm just like, yeah, I'm done playing this. So that'll probably happen with Elden Ring in the next week or so. But uh, those games, like I'll beat the story or whatever. And then I'm just like, yeah, I'm good. Um, this is a game where, I mean, I, I could have probably focused on just finishing the game, like just beating the main bosses, but like I was enjoying doing all the other stuff while at the same time, I don't know. A lot of that game is you do the other side areas to challenge yourself. So I wanted to like do a lot of those challenges. Like there's a boss named Melenia and you can like, if you don't, if you don't ferret out every lead in the game or or look up online like I did, you would you you wouldn't even realize you probably wouldn't even realize what you needed to do to even access like that whole area where she is. So I spent some time doing that. And that area is really hard. Like it's definitely they're like, oh, you don't have to do this, so we're gonna make it hard. You know, that's classically a lot of video games, particularly RPGs, will have that kind of content at the end, like Final Fantasy VII had the weapons which were way harder than the final boss of that game. And they're like, you don't have to do them, but you can if you want to, if you want to challenge. But um, yeah, so that's where I am with that. I, I wasn't really enjoying magic last night. I think it's just not my play style. So I think I'm going to respec. Um, I just I just want to try a few different builds, see how they would actually work. Um, still watching The Good Place. I think we're like a little over halfway through season four. So we're kind of, we're, we're, we're watching like two episodes a night <laughs> for sure. So I think we'll, I think we'll clean that up soon. Uh, watch that movie. Kimmy familiar with this movie, Matt. seems like a movie Kimmy. you would have watched. Kimmy K I M I starry stars. Uh, Zoe, uh, Zoe Kravitz. C-K-I-M-I? Mm-hmm. What'd you yeah, watch it, it on? It came out on HBO Max. It actually released. Uh, no, two. I haven't watched it. Okay. That's the, that's the psychological thriller? Kind of, yeah. Kind, like, uh, it's about yeah, kinda. tech. She's kind of like working at Amazon or something here. And yeah. Voice yeah, recognition and she's, stuff. And she's, and, um, she's agoraphobic. So, um, which means she that like, like gore, who, I mean, I'm agoraphobic. I don't <laughs> well, like she's OCD either. and agoraphobic and she's just, she's developed some issues. Uh, and it actually is set like quote unquote post COVID or during COVID. So it's one of few movies so far that like addresses like, oh yeah, this is the contemporary world. COVID happened. Um, and it plays a part in the plot. And, uh, I think you should check it out. It's, it's, uh, I don't know if I would recommend it. It's it's kind of one of those movies where like if you watch the trailer, you look into it and you say and you think that seems interesting, then yeah, watch it. You you might enjoy it. Yeah. Um and then if you if you don't, then I wouldn't bother. Um 
a lot a lot of people liked it a lot more than I did. Jennifer liked it considerably more than I did. Um, I I thought it just had some. I don't know. I mean, issues I, towards the end. I, I think I could tell you how the plot's going to go. You probably. Uh, uh, you know, one I of mean, my other issues is that you probably can. Yeah. Watching the trailer, you can immediately tell. I mean, it gives away a lot of the plot. I mean, I don't like, doubt it. I don't doubt it. It's it's all about like. I think she hears a murder on an Alexa device. Basically, she goes to her supervisors. Her supervisors are all trying to cover up the shit. Then there's like some other deep, uh, like I mean, spoil. I was, I was about to say if you were looking for a kind of modern thriller and you wanted to go in blind, I would recommend it. Uh, <laughs> but I, I will say that one of my issues with the movie is that none of the plot beats surprised me. Yeah. So, well, you know, it's, you know, a movie doesn't have to be surprising to be good, but yeah, that, you know, without other aspects of it, like grabbing me and, and there are some issues, like technical issues I have with, the, with the movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, All right, good. Let's talk about Batman now. All right. Yes. I was given Matthew. I was given explicit instructions to ask you to explain right, why you don't like we Batman because we I'm were gonna, both like looking at your your unhappy tweets and being like I don't know why he doesn't unlike it All like right, except, that it's, setting, except that it's long for, for our listeners okay I'm setting a 10 minute timer ooh story starting, issues starting now so that so that people can skip ahead 10 minutes if they don't want to hear stuff about Batman the Batman uh, so I was taking notes during the film. <laughs> oh, wow. I was not, ha- I was, I was just like leaning over you off unhappy and you're like, I've got to make notes of how well, I got by like, you know, an hour, which is like a third through the which movie, which is only a third of the way in. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I just, some of this. So like, so right off. The, so by an hour in, what was the main thing where you were like, Oh no. <laughs> well, the, the first thing that kind of, I mean, was the fact I so it's it's year two of Batman, I guess. Yeah, right? that's, a, that's about what I would so, say. So I guess I should not have any problems with this. But the fact that he walks up and tries to go in the front door as Batman <laughs> of Penguin's Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really fucking bothered because that's not Batman. Okay. Batman just shows up like like the Riddler. Was more fucking Batman than Batman. Like Riddler yeah, was just like preparedness and like sneaking into people's houses. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like people weren't paying a fucking attention. <laughs> oh I was man, like, and I, that's I was hilarious. Just like, this is fucking like. But I was. I, I think I leaned. I was with David, and I think I leaned over, and I was like, "Batman would never go through the fucking front door. Like he would never like <laughs> not not not." Do you know who I am? It's like, yeah, we know who you are. <laughs> Let's beat the fuck out. And like, and it's three times to the point where it's a, a joke in the movie, which I thought like paid <laughs> off pretty well. But anyway, go ahead. Um, and then I thought it was funny that like, I, I, I didn't, I mean, the, the, he's like writing in a journal and he's like, it's October 31st. And I was like, well, I mean, like, if I was writing a journal, I'd put the year date. And I thought it was very clever for them to omit the year so we don't even know what fucking era it is. <laughs> yeah. That's um, a, okay. That's a little nitpicky, but sure. Uh, no airbags in Penguin's brand new car. Like, 
So wow. like there's a, there's a chase scene and like I mean like he probably does like a bajillion flips going like at 50 miles an hour. Yeah. And like no airbag gets deployed. This is I'm just a- this is me making uh the thumb drive thing. Uh-huh. Uh so he just plugs this so like during the, the the Riddler makes a joke about thumb drive and then they find this <laughs> flash drive yeah, and then they plug it into the computer, and yeah. it immediately just starts uploading and sending shit out and everything. And I was like, well, I guess his computer has Wi-Fi now. All of a sudden, like, oh, I took that to mean that like the Riddler wrote a program where as soon as the computer read it, it would run the program. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like, but it was sending out stuff over the internet. Like I was like, he's you're in a fucking parking garage. Like, well, he was on his but- laptop, right? Right, but your is your laptop connected to a hotspot, Matt? It sounds like, a, 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 based on what you have said so far, like a core issue you have is not knowing what era it's in. No, 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 no. Seeming but modern, I'm saying, en- I'm saying seeming modern enough, like that. No, I have no. It's definitely modern. It's today's yeah. date. Yeah. Because okay. another problem I have is, uh, contacts that have Wi-Fi and endless power. So like he's using these contacts in his eye and also gives them the Catwoman, <laughs> and yeah. like they're just recording everything yeah. and like I guess broadcasting uh I don't know how many miles uh to him uh-huh uh I guess through I guess through internet I don't know who know it's just okay I was I have like, a new theory what the about- fuck is the technology in this fucking movie <laughs> I have a new theory about your issue with the movie. I'm guessing your issue is that it is pretending to be a more realistic take because none of that technology is as surprising as anything that happens in Batman Forever, for example. <laughs> <laughs> like, we understand I mean, that Batman has fancy, like, un- uh, unbelievable technology. Yeah. So. But it was just so, like, I mean, and then, like. Uh, I was like, Batman should have died multiple times. There was a uh, a bomb to the face he took. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a pretty bad moment. Both as far as why he stood there, <laughs> knowing it was going to happen, yeah, and then the fact that it just knocks him out. Oh, followed up by actually to your point, Matt, that it's like that's like there are three like horrible, probably the three worst moments in the movie just happen in a row. He takes the bomb in the face. He only gets knocked out, and instead of immediately taking his mask off, the cops take him back to the police station. <laughs> As if they would not immediately, oh, like, okay, we, we, we're going to take your fucking, this guy's mask off. You know, he's knocked unconscious. We need to know who he is. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say the movie doesn't have issues in it. It sounds to me like you didn't like the movie overall, and so... Because, like, a lot of things you're naming are things that, like, yeah, I, I can't deny. Like, yeah, Penguin's car probably should have uh, uh, um, airbags in it. But it didn't because it's a movie, you know. <laughs> and that just uh, didn't, that didn't jump out to me. And then, and then there was another scene where Batman, I guess, is like, was he, f- he was falling, right, I think. And then. 
I think he I know what hooks, you're talking about. He hooks himself and he, like he hits basically a steel beam, I think, like at 40 miles an hour. Yeah, he's hit, gliding. Like, trying to land on a bus or something, I think, or something. And he, and he careens into the to a bridge that a bus is going under. And like I think he bounces off of it and hits yeah. the bus and the ground and he kind of just gets up. Yeah, and then uh, that is that is an issue I'm having a lot with movies in the last five years, like um, uh, Black Widow. There's a <laughs> her shots in that where it's like, really, you're, you're just you're just okay, you're just gonna yeah. get up, like well, you're kind of holding your side a little bit. <laughs> Anytime a character gets injured and then continues to like do stuff as if they're not injured, like yeah. they make an effort to like. I, I saw a movie where somebody got stabbed or something, I think, or something. Oh, my God. And then, yeah. like, it, it still had, like, maybe 20 more minutes of the movie left. <laughs> yeah. And he was, like, having to fight something. And it was, like, and he just kind of, like, uh, you know, carried on, like, as if nothing happened. I mean, they made a deal about, like, oh. And, you know, they they show they made a deal about him getting stabbed. And he's, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm in pain. But then, yeah. you know, after two minutes or three minutes, that's not a problem anymore. <laughs> yeah, the particularly when someone gets stabbed in the stomach or chest or something, and then they go like they get wrapped up and start doing stuff. The John Wick movies actually bo- bothered me with this. Yeah, uh, that guy, that guy would just get like wrapped up, and he's mostly good to go. Including one of the movies, he gets stabbed fairly early on, and they even make a point that like, oh, your stitches are coming out, you know, and it's like, yeah. As soon as he started doing any physical activity, he would bleed out of his stomach. <laughs> He'd go pale. <laughs> All right, I got two minutes. All right, hospital oh. scene was just pointless. It really bothered me. Back and forth on who killed his parents. Who gives a fuck who killed his parents? Uh, Batman, only one that could save people at the end. Yeah, that was really... I mean, like, it was like nobody... Like, uh, fire department people were there, but... I guess Batman's the only person that can lead him out of the dark. Uh, all throughout the Batman, uh, he's like the slowest detective. He is never one step ahead, always behind. <laughs> he never prevents anything. He's always reactive. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, I was just like, this is nothing Batman. This is not Batman. This is like awful. This is just like a crime drama, like with a guy that's awful at his job. Like he's he's not preventing. I mean, he's beating yeah, up would, people. Okay, I would say I like that because it's supposed to be year two, and I and it sounds like you're like, yeah, it's it's year two. It's not year one. Yeah, that's like what he I was, hate. I'm fucking tired of fucking origin shit, man. Just get <laughs> well, the only reason I like this one is because it, the reason I like this one is because it, it felt fresh to me. Uh, because except for Batman Begins, Batman has always like been fully formed and just like he's Batman. Um, yeah, I just, I so just, I, I like that angle. Fucking <laughs> you too, Batman. No, no, thank you. It's just long. It's just long. And it oh, was long. long shots. I agree. It was, it was, and it was too long. I don't, I don't think it, I, I did. I never thought, I never thought like I was getting bored or, or yeah, I mean like, but it, it definitely was too long. Like there were, there were some things they could have cut out. I think it's an okay it movie. Up. To have playing on at your house, and you can do other shit while it's going on. There's a yeah. lot of shit you don't really need to pay attention to or follow. Like, like I said, he's reactive to everything, so like he's not gonna. He'll come up like thumb drive and like all that. But I mean, like it's just reactive to really doing shit. So, all right, uh, and that's it. That's it. That's oh, nice, nice, good job. 
And that's why Matt loved the Batman. It's a really cogent <laughs> argument. I, uh, I highly recommend anybody watch the movie and then come back and listen. Because uh, never a I better mean... review have I heard. <laughs> and that's my stamp of disapproval. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> Uh, all right. What else? Anything else? Uh, I thought. Th- no, no, that's it. That's, that's it? it on my that's side. It. Okay. Like, uh, I mean, we went to, uh, we took a, a long weekend and went to Oregon. Mm-hmm. The John Day fossil beds. It was pretty cool. It's, uh, it was is just it like, like a, is it, is it like the, uh, diamond mine? Do you get to like get in there and sc- I mean, scavenge around for fossils? No. Uh, that's a federal offense is a national monument. Um, but we did see, I mean, we saw several fossils at the, uh, visitor center, basically this area of Oregon, like almost all of Northeast Oregon, I would say, uh, is just ripe for fossils because of the volcanic activity. So most of the fossils that are found are because dinosaurs dumb. Were they like, hey, we got to go near this giant thing erupting magma? They didn't need to be near it because what often happens when a volcano blows is so much uh, ash and mud is released. Usually, like, particularly because a high enough volcano will have glaciers and snow on it. So all of that, like, washes down river or down down the slopes. And uh, it's less like magma hitting dinosaurs and more giant what they call laharls um, or lahars giant, like muddy, rocky, ashy mud flows. And those will just, would just like immediately cover. (laughs) If it was big enough, it would be quite deep. Um, So that's how a lot of that got preserved. Interesting. Also like a volcano going off and just dumping a ton of ash and critters not being able to get out of the area. Um, So, Anyway, like up to 44 million years of fossil records from and the way that it's been like exposed over time, like it's several different eras through that. So one of the areas was called the Clarno nut field because they have found so many like the highest concentration of paleo uh, botany variety uh, in the world, I believe it said. Certainly Hmm. in North America. So, you know, like... uh, most of what we went there for was to see like really old rock structures that had been uncovered by time. Um, there's an area called the painted Hills, which is these kinds of rocky Hills um, that alternate yellow and, and red. And what that was, as we saw in the visitor center film, uh, those would be alternating wet and drier periods and the wetter periods, the water would soak in and was reacting with the rich iron in the soil and oxidizing into rust. And on the drier periods that just wasn't happening enough to that. (laughs) It was different shades. And that would be like, they were like, Oh, that would be every, you know, 10 to 20,000 years that might happen. So again, it's kind of one of those things. Like if you ever try to think about the universe and how fucking big it is and you go like, "Ah, I can't, my my stupid human brain cannot comprehend properly cannot take in it's it's that's kind of how i think about these things because like as they pointed out right off the bat all of this happened after the dinosaurs like <laughs> after all the dinosaurs and yet so long ago 
So that was kind of cool. Good to go on a little trip. Get out of the house. Still don't believe in dinosaurs, man. Just yeah, crazy. right. It's well, just you know, you're proud of your <laughs> creationist <laughs> religion. That's fine. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's just crazy because, to think of those things, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like, so long ago. Ah, uh, man, like it's just weird. Like, like clearly, there's records of it. I mean, we can establish right. that there's fossils. But it's just so freaky, man, that there's like these giant things that were like, in our head is alien or alien, right? <laughs> Particularly yeah. the really big ones. That's that's what blows my mind the most is like brachiosaurs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. these things were huge and they yeah. just walked around. Yeah, yeah. It's just because I mean, what's the biggest? I guess blue whale, but we've never. I mean, me and you have never really experienced seeing a blue whale. Yeah, but I, don't I mean, think like, I have. <laughs> uh, maybe a giraffe, you know? I mean, like, that's probably the tallest, yeah. biggest Ele- thing. Elephants are pretty big, yeah. but elephants. That's, that's it. That's pretty much it. Those are the big guys. Yeah. So, like, to think of something that's, like, what, 10 times bigger? Mm hmm. And heavier. At least. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Um,. Watched Halo on Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Is it all out? Did they release it all? Or are they week to week? No, it's just week to week. Yeah, garbage. sure. It's fucking awful. Um, I mean, it's not awful. I shouldn't uh-huh. say it's awful. <laughs> it's just middling. Uh, as soon as they don't have the voice actor, you're like, oh, okay. I'm just kind of. Oh, so you you're saying it it it. it it ruins it for you because they don't have the the voice from the show. Yeah, because I mean, like, it is interesting. Like this, that's the that's Master Chief to you, you know. Yeah. That's Master Chief to everybody. Like, I mean, could you imagine, like, if they did another, if they did a Halo game and that voice wasn't the voice of Halo? I mean, that Master Chief in the next Halo game. Yeah. Like, people would be like, why, why, why did you make this change? Like, particularly because for the. Um fuck me the um cortana character which i don't know if you've seen yet but she's in the they trailer just and it's it in the first one like they okay. don't uh, she she has not made an appearance yet okay uh it's totally the voice from the game yeah <laughs> which yeah. like good on them for for going for that with yeah. that but uh yeah it and, just, uh, apparently it, he they unmask him like you yeah. totally get to see the guy yeah the, towards like maybe a third of Two thirds of the way through the episode is when he'll take off his his helmet, huh? Or maybe a uh, maybe a fourth of it left, I guess, is when he'll take off his helmet. And it's just all like, man, come on now! Like, <laughs> it just felt like almost like the actor was like, "I'm not going to do it unless I get to see my face." You know, like it felt very. Uh, it felt forced. Yeah, like huh. I want to be recognized as being master, like because I don't know. I honestly did not recognize the guy's voice. Mm. But as soon as I saw his face, I knew who the character, I knew who the actor was. Huh. And I was all like, oh man, I really wish if anything, they should have got the voice actor to do the voice and then said like his voice is different because of the helmet or something. <laughs> when he took his helmet off. Yeah. I would have been fine with that. That would be funny. But get the it's just playing Jack Reacher. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Get him for just... Doom guy. If they do a Doom show. It's just very like I don't know, meh. 
So is it just like poorly written? Like I mean, too much, I didn't too much even, drama, not enough action. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty actiony. Okay. I guess I don't know the. I didn't know the origin. I guess or like the origin. Yeah, is my very understanding weird. is uh, none of this has been in games. This is like from the beginning. Yeah, it's like uh, here's my question because I found out recently that apparently canonically the um i don't know what you call them the 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 halo people they're not all master chiefs <laughs> oh spartans 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 thank you so the spartans apparently uh canonically what happens is as children or teenagers they are taken from their families secretly and then they clone them and they insert their clone into their family life. Huh. So maybe. the way you say, huh, makes me think that maybe they didn't uh, include that in the television show, well, that, which is going to be my question. The, the origin is very like, uh, Master Chief basically touches an artifact that causes him to basically change, like, I guess, psychologically, mentally. Like, it made it what seem the like they were very, like, um, uh, programmed people like Spartans uh-huh. were programmed to be oh. agents of the government of whatever this federation is, you know, and this opened his mind up. Yeah. And this made it so he wasn't like controlled. Like he was like more like free thinking and had started to have emotions basically. Um, so like, it was very, like I was all like, wait, like I is cause like the Spartans are basically assassins for the government like they're supposed to like come in and quell anything and stop anything from happening and right so so the 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 series starts with no knowledge of alien life uh rumors of it okay and then this is basically like uh uh there's a uh what do you call it not a an out an out Reach, might not outreach, but an outpost. Outpost. I guess there's like an outpost or something. Mm, gets hit by it. And they're thinking like Spartans are going to come and attack them or something because they're part of like, you know, the outer realm or something like some oh. outer thing or something. Okay. And then that's when the Covenant comes in and attacks. And like, holy shit, what the hell are these things? Like, we don't know anything about it. Like, they don't know mm-hmm. anything about it. Right. And that's when Master Chief and like three other Spartans are there. And. Master Chief, I guess, is just like the lead guy, and he's telling them what to do and everything. And but yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's weird to me. Like just just the Halo universe in general is kind of weird to me. Like these, like Master Chief and other Spartans have like really good armor, I guess. And like you're like, why doesn't why don't a lot of people have this armor? Like, well, I guess I don't understand like how this why stuff is limited. I don't know. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, why is master chief master chief? You know, right. Why isn't everybody, why isn't there, why doesn't every soldier have this armor and stuff? Like, they only have so much unobtainium to put into the armor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I watched a movie called vanilla and I think I'm done with just standard conflicts like it's a it was a drama i guess it was like a supposed to be a rom-com i believe and i just i'm just tired of just people making conflicts up to have conflicts you know like it's just in like fiction 
Yeah, just characters not accepting, like characters written so they don't accept stuff so we can have a conflict. So mm. they then can have resolution, you know. I mean, conflict like just, and resolution is kind of core to most fiction. But, but I mean, I guess I wish it was about just the story, the path that they're on and not so oh. much about like having to make up drama between the characters. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Like, like it was people about, a tr- get, yeah. You, you want people to just get along so that like the story happens. Yeah. And then like the people are more realistic in accepting things, you know, mm. not just like fly off the handle because they have to fly off the handle. So in a way where you're like, you, you, like you can see the writer's hand. You're like, Oh boy, we gotta, we gotta fluff yeah. out this episode, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's that's just, the worst when you can see that. And it's just, come on, man. Like, come on. Um, when was the last time you uh, went to Yahoo? Uh, like, when I was playing fantasy football. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like I'm trying to think like who, who out there is like typing in yahoo.com, you know, like who is uh, for like to get their news. <laughs> there's some, I, there's some older people. I know, I know my parents have a uh, mail with Yahoo. Yeah. I think my mom had email through a division of Yahoo or Yahoo like absorbed. Cause she was like rocket mail. I was all like, I don't know what that is. Rocket mail. Wow. I remember rocket mail. And I was yeah. all like, okay, I guess that's, so I guess it got absorbed by Yahoo. Cause she had to go through Yahoo to access it. Um, but yeah, I was just like, I saw a mention of it today and I was like, Yahoo, man, who, who goes to Yahoo? Like might as well go to Excite. Does Excite still exist? Let's see. No, it definitely does not because I lost your email. I think I lost. I definitely lost my email, and I lost access to something. <laughs> no, there's Excite. If you type in Excite.com, it goes to Excite, and there's email. Well, shit. It was oh, it goes to point. Google though. Oh, well, that's weird. So it has the Excite logo on it. Oh, that's weird. It looks kind of like Excite. Huh? And the Can sports goes on... to ESPN. Weather goes to AccuWeather. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> this might be like someone sitting on these and they may not actually go <laughs> to these things it says holder? it goes to. Huh. Huh, that's wild. Let's look up uh, who is. Look up. Let's see who owns Excite.com. Excite.com. Oh, it's all hidden. Ask. Ask.com owns, looks like it owns. Okay. Mark Monitor Incorporated. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Uh, this should be one for the history books. Every single thing should be technically a thing for the history books. (laughs) I mean, I don't think the history books is going to have what I ate for lunch (laughs) in it, Matt. So I think they're referring to... This should be one for the history books, folks. What Justin ate today, it... (laughs) Well, I I will give you that usually that's given in context, like, of a sporting event. Yeah. And, uh... To your point there, like that is all definitely in a book somewhere. <laughs> Maybe not a history book. 
Right. But then again, how much sports is in a history book? Yeah, how much sports is in a history book? It's going to be like the Olympics that the uh, that Germany hosted in 1936 uh-huh. or whatever. It was, it was before, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be uh, the 1971 in Munich because of a hostage situation. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um. You find yourself watching some shit you have no real interest. Have you? Uh, yeah. Have you found yourself watching some shit you have no real interest in, but you do find it somewhat interesting? Uh, I ended up watching a lighting video that talked about all the different ways and equipment used for cinematography. Like, I don't know why it popped up in my YouTube feed. Yeah. But it was just like, it was like talking about lighting and this guy going over professional lighting and I guess he's in the business or whatever. And he was like, you know, talking about this is how they got the lighting for this. And if you look, look at this scene, this is, I was all like, why am I watching this? Like, <laughs> I stopped like 15 minutes into it, but I was like, I mean, if you find it interesting, but yeah, I hear you. Like you're, you're definitely not going to apply that to anything in life. Yeah. I'm not like, it's just like, you're like, why, why I, this is interesting. But then why, why am I spending my time on this? Like, I don't I care that about kind this of stuff. I, I find myself watching that kind of stuff more than, you know, I can't remember the last time I watched a television series on my own. So I, uh, there's a YouTube channel called technology connections. And it's this guy that kind of explains things like the best microwave was invented in 1996. And <laughs> he like, he understands the way things are made. So he explains why this microwave from 1996 is one of the few that actually senses the heat of the food most of the microwaves that say that they have a sensor don't actually have a sensor. They just time it based on, you know, information they've gathered. <laughs> so I like those kinds of things. I've watched a guy uh, taking apart and cleaning and uh, refurbishing old watches. And it's ridiculous because these things have some tiny freaking parts in it. And I really enjoy watching him go through the process and all his little, like his little watch part cleaning machines things oh are you talking about uh there's a few different of these if you if you were going to name a channel well there's a magic guy who started a watch channel and it's oh, really? been like popping up in hmm. people's stuff if they've ever looked at magic videos it seems like hmm. okay so that's why i was like is it this one because like yeah i watched some guy taking apart a video and i was telling Tom David, he's like, yeah, it's probably what's his name because he's he, he was a magic commentator and he started his own like watch channel thing where he's taking huh. apart watches and putting them back together. That's cool. I was like, oh, that makes sense. YouTube probably yeah. knows about that algorithm or some shit, right? Um, that's all I got. Uh, you playing still playing Magic? Yeah, I still play Commander every week. Okay. Uh. New set is coming out next month called New Capanna, and it looks interesting. New Capanna or New Capanna? New Capanna. C-A-P-E-N-N-A. Capanna? Capanna? Capanna. Uh, and it's it's supposed to be like kind of mobstery. Oh, Okay. So like sort of like supposed to be like an Italian families kinda? instead of factions or whatever, you know, oh. like, yeah, it's very, I don't know. Not supposed to be any Tommy guns, but we'll see. <laughs> Who 
Who knows how magic See plays here, out what's nowadays. The... Uh, looks like all they've revealed is five lands and an enchantment. Yep. The five lands are called Triome lands. Cycling! Ha- the return of cycling! They have uh, they have basic oh, land wow. types on them, so you can fetch them out. Wow. That's interesting. Three What's different that? colors, so this is going to be a yeah. multicolor set, yeah. or gold There's, set for sure. Yeah. And they have names for these families. I mean, for those color sets, I can't never remember them. Uh, but there's like names for the three color sets. Mm-hmm. Magic. Spara. Magic has made, made that. There's names for two color sets and there's names for three color sets. I don't know if there's a, oh, like they have, set. they have a, they have a phrase that they refer to these. Yeah. Like, okay. Black and blue is called Demir. Uh, oh, well, right. that was from right. That was from yeah. that the Ravnica universe. Yeah, yeah. But they just and call then, it that now. Yeah, it's huh. called Demir, and it's like it's established. Okay. And then Azorius and Orzov and join the family. Oh, it's a it's a picture of some brass knuckles, except instead of just being blunt on the end, they're spikes. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm still playing magic, watching magic YouTube stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm trying to look through my YouTube videos, see if there's anything like in my history, anything worth mentioning. Uh, been watching a lot of just music videos. Hmm. Like new music videos or old classics? Just old stuff, probably. I usually yeah. like just have YouTube play music for me ah. while I'm doing stuff, or so. Just let the algorithm take you. Yeah, <laughs> take you where it may. Um, I would like those kinds of algorithms a lot more, but traditionally, I feel like those algorithms usually take you in the same direction. Too often, like you end up in the same place, but. I don't know. I suppose the more you use it, the more it'll kind of learn if you like like things or go back to it. Toonami? Did you see Toonami's coming back? I did. Came back? Yeah, I didn't realize they had left, but it makes sense that they would have, I guess. Yeah. Man, there's some good stuff on Toonami, man. Such an era. Back in the day. Animation for us. Yeah, they uh, they uploaded recently um, for the anniversary. The uh, if you remember the like kind of I would almost call the music videos that they would yeah stitch in like space, and it would be yeah. a series of parts from the Toonami shows, Gundam Wing and Outlaw Star, and mm-hmm. uh, like bits from those set to chill hops, <laughs> chill hip hop beats. And they uploaded like 1080p versions of those. Yeah. Yeah. That takes good. me back. That yeah. takes me back. I was like trying to, I think I got, I used to get, I think outlaw star confused with cowboy bebop, I think mm-hmm. back in the day. Cause they kind of were both in space and they kind of were, I think I can't remember if outlaw star was a bounty hunter. They were outlaws. 
So in that universe, there are there were like the, there was like the the law, the pirates, and the outlaws. So they weren't. I don't think they were bounty okay. hunters. Okay. They were just. I just remember of the he world. had like a gun. Yeah. Like these giant bullet caster shells. Yeah. That did something special. Well, they had spells in them. So oh. uh, depending on which one he loaded in, it would do a different different effect and he had they were expensive and he had to like acquire them and they were hard to come by yeah i just i don't i i i, I remember loving the music obviously because they yeah. had a lot of sookie songs in it <laughs> but uh for those who don't know that's any song that had started with t-s-u-k-i mm-hmm. I, I, I believe justin, means love I, I would tell justin oh it's it's a good song right there because i know because it starts with sookie <laughs> sookie <laughs> but uh yeah i remember i remember just loving a lot of that music out of outlaw star mm-hmm. uh macros too uh, i don't think they played macros on on tanami but it was no. around that era that i watched macros yeah it was like it felt that was the era that we started to like start to look into anime like really get into anime and i remember at the time where i where i when i where i lived with my parents we had uh, a cable package there was a like stars channel that I, I think they actually had an anime channel or at least it would play a lot. And I, I like recorded Macross plus <laughs> and borrowed tapes from friends. Tapes, tapes. I remember like my friend Joe's entire Evangelion library. Cause it was like with the movies, like, uh, <laughs> 15 tapes, 15 videotapes, because it was like two episodes per. Man. But in retrospect, it was a ripoff. You know, like they were definitely just selling more tapes because you can get a two hour, two and a half hour movie on a damn VHS. I remember going on like a trip or something with, uh, I think it was with my grandpa and like we ended up in a small town somewhere and like we went to a, we went to a video rental place. Because mm-hmm. whatever we were staying, they had a, a, a VHS, and like I remember renting a, a videotape from this. Like, and I was just thinking, like, you wouldn't do that nowadays. Like, you, like when nope. we went, we went to the Airbnb for Thanksgiving or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. they had a DVD player there with DVDs, but it's like we didn't, we didn't watch anything. But we almost did, almost as like, oh, this will be fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's quaint now because they had a roku and we could literally load any app yeah and just watch you know netflix disney plus it's it's got you know <laughs> yeah when you got internet at your fingertips mm-hmm. i think you i think it loses something i think we've lost something with the abundance of choice that we have i'm probably being an old fuddy-diddy or something and oh, ultimately yeah. it's a good thing that people can decide what they want to watch but i kind of get lost in that open access if you were to raise kids nowadays how much would you limit your kids to internet i have no idea like i'd have to not let them watch like i i think i i would like to think i'd be more hands-on like we would do things instead of watch things you know like we would build things or we would talk or we would play game board games or something like something that is like not in front of a screen you know i I would like to think that i would be that kind of a parent 
But then I know on the other hand, I would probably be lazy. <laughs> I probably <laughs> would be a lazy parent. And it's just much easier to set your kid in front of a screen and let them be entertained that way than it is. Cause if you've come home from work, you've probably, you, you cooked. Yeah. And you probably just want to like have some peace or something. And I mean, yeah. I and know. when we were kids, we, we watched cartoons and played video games. Yeah. But looking back on it, I hated it. <laughs> I mean, not hated it, but I, I wish, I wish we would have, I would have been more, you know, I wish my mom would have spent more time with me. Mm. If we would have, we would have played because I loved it. Uh, you know, in my twenties or something like that, when I would spend time with my mom and my grandma, and we play Boggle or mm. Yahtzee or whatever, we'd spend time doing stuff together rather than watching TV. Yeah, same. I always, always envied other families that played cards or, or board games for whatever reason. My family just never did that. Yeah. So it's very interesting to to see. I mean, I, you wonder how we're going to be progressed in 30, 40, 50 years, you know? Like, what are yeah. family, what's the dynamic going to be for families? When we you have know, super, kids. Kids have super VR and AR. <laughs> Kid, come out of the, come out of AR. Kid, dinner kids time. Be, kids being I can raised. eat dinner in AR, mom. Kids being raised in front of YouTube now, what they're what they're going to do parenting wise? Yeah, and what they'll be bitching about like we do. <laughs> I can, when I was a kid, I had YouTube, and that was it. <laughs> That's all I needed: YouTube and Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> damn kids and their access to literally everything that's ever been recorded. <sighs> But yeah, I, I mean, I'm just not doing much other than playing uh, Magic with uh, Magic Commander. Playing Commander, mm-hmm. really enjoy it. Really having fun. I built, I built, I built. I try to build some new decks every now and then. Mm. I like to. You see a you see a, a legendary creature that has an ability, and you're like, you know, that'd be interesting to build it. Right yeah. now, I've, I've built one around. Um, hmm, what is this character's name? Let me look it up real quick. What? Wait, wait. I looked and I was not talking to you. Who is that woman, Matt? Who is that strange voice? I wonder if anybody's tried to use her (laughs) as like, like, like you're having a conversation with your mom or something. Your mom's like, are you seeing anybody? Yeah, yeah, mom, get off my back. Oh, really? Are you? Let me talk to her. Okay, well, all right. All right. You put her on mute and like, Alexa, you got to play girl, play girlfriend mode. <laughs> What's she gonna do? She's thinking. Is she? Is, oh, great! Because she said her name. Was that play the song "Girlfriend Mode"? <laughs> no. She wanted to play some kind of song. Uh, let me see here. So you it's gotta, uh, you gotta call her the Echo. All right, here we go. It's Riel the Everwise. So it's R I E L L E. The Everwise. It's a legendary creature. It's one, a blue, and a red. Uh, Riel the Everwise gets plus one, plus zero for each instant and sorcery card in your graveyard. Whenever you discard one or more cards 
for the first time each turn, draw that many cards. So basically you can be like, all right, well, I will, there's a card called Faithless Looting. It's one red. You discard a card as an additional cost and then you draw two cards. So because Hmm. you discard a card, you get to draw another card. Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, it's just really interesting. Like, and know, if someone you, try to ma- tries to make you discard, you can be like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> well, that or you play a bunch of cards that, like, I play Windfall, so you know Windfall. Mm. It's it's two and a blue, and it discard your every, hand, right? Yeah, everybody. everybody. You look at whoever has the max amount of cards, and then everybody discards their cards, and they draw up to that many cards. Whoever had the max cards. So, like, if an opponent has like seven cards in hand, you have one. You play Windfall. You get to draw seven. You discard, you know, your one card or whatever. You draw seven cards. Um, so it's really good, like doing that, because you'll you'll get back a whole bunch more cards too. Whatever you discarded, you'll draw that many back. Right. And so it's just really interesting to like. Plus, you're discarding a bunch of instants and sorceries <clears throat> into your graveyard. <laughs> right. Right. And so you're pumping this up, and in Commander, uh, you either can, you know. M- mill them or they start with 40 life, get them down to zero, or you can do 21 commander damage. So it, it, with this being your commander, you know, this, this can ramp up pretty quick and you can pretty, you can do 21 commander damage to somebody pretty quickly with this character. So it's just an interesting deck to build around. Um, and yeah, you just, you, you see these legendary creatures and you'll be like, Oh, this is, seems like an interesting deck. I want to try to build yeah. around. So inspiration strikes. I yeah. Used to love to do that. Yeah. And you just, so you'll see like new cards come out and new sets and you'll be like, all right, this sounds like a cool card. I like this. It's my deal is like, you don't want to like have high expensive commanders, you know, cause every time they get killed, that adds plus two to their casting cost. Mm. So if you're playing like a five, six, seven casting cost commander, you know, one, it's going to take you, it could take you some turns before you can get it out. Right. Two, somebody can just kill it off immediately because, you know, usually, usually in, in magic, the higher the cost, the more powerful it is, the bigger the threat it is. Right. So the more likely it is to get targeted. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, ah, I don't really want to. So like my competitive deck is my Tatiova deck, which is whenever I play a land, I gain a life, I draw a card. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like, I like to ramp because I'm like, nobody's really going to counter ramp spells. And then it protects my commander. If they kill off my commander, I've probably ramped up my mana enough to where I can just recast my commander. Right. So I like to, I like to play either like cheap commanders like this or per- some way that I can protect my commander mm-hmm. so that I can always cast it again. Um, but yeah, uh, Thursday nights I go, uh, it's really annoying, uh, that, you know, I don't know how it is up there in Washington, but people just seem to like have done away with mass now. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I'm, I was surprised, uh, like we went into a store in, in Oregon or whatever. Or? It, no, it would have been it would have been in Washington technically, but it was down towards Oregon, and it's just like you see so few people. Like, it's, it's like everybody's like, "Oh, well, we don't have to wear a mask now." And to me, if I'm if I'm in the store, I'm going to be in the store for 15, 20, 30 minutes. Like, why yeah. would I just wear a mask? 
Like, why would I not limit that exposure? I'm not saying, you know, like wear a mask absolutely everywhere. And I mean, I, I, right now I still am, but you know, like that costs you nothing is the way I see it. (laughs) Yep. Except it could cost you something if you, if you don't wear a mask. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's surprising to me. Particularly, particularly up here because like mass compliance was like particularly high for this area of the country, but people are just done with it, I guess. <laughs> you know, we're, meanwhile, the Asian countries and, and a lot, like if you went into uh, um, the international district here in Seattle before COVID, you would regularly see people wearing masks because they, they adopted that shit years ago. It's just yeah, like if you've got a cold, that's just being... Uh, nice you know i think that was pre pre sars right i think they were doing that yeah i mean they got hit they got hit harder with that stuff so it it makes sense that they would you know be more ready to (laughs) use masks but you know well it is what it is until we see another wave or you know who what who knows what happens if we see another wave i was thinking it's it's funny that we're getting to that age now where we're like gonna be in a demographic justin like where we're you know, we're getting close to that, you know, second booster shot demographic. Oh, yeah, we are. And then I was like, they were like 50, and I was like, damn, I'm getting close to that. <laughs> getting close to that demographic now. Like, we're, <laughs> I mean, we're getting old and fragile. I got to start looking at like when we start getting discounts at like, menus and stuff, you know? <laughs> so, anyways, all right, well. Thanks, everybody, for listening to episode 456 of Outlandish Podcast. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at letters at outlandishpodcast.com. No, wait, letter, letter at outlandishpodcast.com. Mm. Uh, give us on facebook.com slash outlandishpodcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, outlandishcast. You can follow me, outlandishmatt. You can follow Justin at outlandishbeats. Uh, thanks for this episode 456, and we'll catch you in 457. Bye. Bye. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Outlandish. Good enough.